Nine minutes to nine at Money Talk with James Ross. And we're back to Washington now uh, to Barry Wood, who is RTHK's international economics uh, correspondent. Uh, Barry, we just heard that story that Bloomberg reporting TikTok's leadership is discussing the possibility of separating from ByteDance, its Chinese parent company, uh, to help address concerns about national security risks. These things are taken pretty seriously uh, around Washington, aren't they? Well, they certainly are, James, and uh, good morning to you once again. Look, um, this is an important development. I regret that I'm not really up to speed on it because it's happened only in the last couple hours and I, wasn't, uh, I was preoccupied. But the fact is that Democrats and Republicans regard TikTok mm. as something that is really plugged directly in to the Chinese Communist Party, that all data, all of the stuff that's on there can be monitored and in fact um, thus you could send messages from China, goes the reasoning, and put it on TikTok. It gives power to a Chinese company that obviously Americans of both parties are now concerned about. So clearly TikTok is trying to survive uh, without getting sanctioned by the United States authorities. And this seems to be something that um, has got some potential. ByteDance, which is the parent company, that was founded in 2012. It's based in Beijing, but it has an office in the Cayman Islands, which is just off the coast of Florida. Mm. I think it's worth watching because clearly, if you've got, uh, what, and I'm, I'm just several hundred million United States users of TikTok, they don't want to lose that opportunity to do these short videos. And TikTok doesn't want to lose that opportunity to sell them advertising it's or big whatever business, else. Right? It's big business. It's big business. Therefore, it is in the interest of both sides to, to come to some kind of solution. Clearly, if TikTok separates and puts its headquarters in North America, I would think that would... Um, that would upset this momentum that has really been like uh, a rapid moving steamroller in the Congress to do something about TikTok. Now, SVB, um, the New York Times headline, don't call it a bailout. Washington is haunted by the 2008 financial crisis. The colossal bailouts after that collapse arguably saved the global economy, but they also provoked a ferocious popular backlash. They've been, and by they I mean Joe Biden and so on, have been very clear that this is not a bailout. But it is, isn't it, Barry? <laughs> I think uh, the commentators I've been watching on television over the last 24 hours say, of course it's a bailout because the United States monetary authorities are saying we will make good on any deposit. Now, there is deposit insurance up to $250,000, but in the case of this Silicon Valley bank, it had 90000 90000 Deposit in excess of that. So, therefore, those were not covered, were not insured by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. So, yeah, I think it's a bailout, but I don't think this is the end of the story, James, because I think rather frantically, California and the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are hoping to find a buyer, someone who will take over this very popular, very trendy 
exceedingly popular, I might add, uh, Silicon Valley Bank. So it's not the end of the story yet. Now, on Monday, uh, Moody's cut the outlook on the U.S. banking system to uh, negative, uh, citing, quote, the rapidly deteriorating operating environment. Is it confined to SVB and Signature, or do we think that there is some contagion, as it's been put? Well, so far, the contagion has been diminished. It hasn't occurred, in fact. But, and I think it's a big but, I've noticed that some of the people who look at commercial real estate are fearful that some of the loan losses shown in their portfolio, their investment portfolio, because of higher interest rates, now worry about commercial real estate. Mm. If you think about it, we've had work from home for about, well, two years at least. Work from home has meant that you have (laughs) thousands of empty offices. in big metropolitan areas. Therefore, those rents have come down and the people who hold those assets are, in fact, holding an asset that's worth far less than it was. So if it spreads to commercial real estate in urban areas, in San Francisco, New York, Miami, that could be a further problem. I I mean, there's a sense, I I think, in Hong Kong that work from home has sort of come to an end. What's what's the feeling across the U.S.? Is there still a lot of work from home? Is it, you know, sort of two, three days a week, partly in the office? What what what's the feeling at the moment? Absolutely. No, it is pervasive and it has not diminished. You know, in New York, the big financial bank said, um, oh, two, three months ago, come back Mm. and you have to come back two, three days a week. Well, Uh, Maybe they have, but they're certainly not present for two or three days. Uh, I like to talk about Warren Buffett's Geico Insurance Company because I cycle past there every day. That parking lot used to handle 400 cars, and now there's maybe 20. And that means nobody is in that big complex of buildings right next to the Bethesda, Maryland, District of Columbia line. So no, work from, and by the way, government, how about government? What they're saying at government agencies here in Washington is come in one to two days a week. You choose. Well, that means it's easy to park in downtown Washington. Uh, The metro transport system is not crowded. And most people are content and want to remain working from home. So if it's diminished in Hong Kong, it has not here. (laughs) <laughs> well, what does the, the week ahead look uh, for you, Barry? Um, uh, just as we approach the end of uh, the show, um, are you looking to that uh, increase uh, for, from the Fed to, to go ahead, or is it going to stay flat, do you think? Well, James, I think uh, everything has been superseded by this problem on Silicon Valley Bank because it's bigger than just one bank in the Silicon Valley. Therefore... When you look at the Federal Reserve meeting, which is seven days from right now, the question mark is large. Will they raise rates again when you've got the makings or the fear of a financial crisis, or will they pause? I think they're probably going to pause, but a lot can happen in the next few days. If there is a bailout coming that is not government money, maybe everybody will say, oh, it's fine, we're back to normal. Let's see. Barry Woods is... Is RCHK's international economics correspondent in Washington. Thanks, Barry.